0: Biozombie is a 1998 horror comedy from Hong Kong, full of zany, hyperactive characters and an equally energetic directorial style. And it's also probably the most the Game Boy Camera has ever been used in a feature film. Welcome everyone to Screams After Midnight, I am Peter and joining me as always is tim it's a pleasure to be here as always uh and yes tim i will go see titanic <laughs> with you, uh, <laughs> <Thank so>. <laughs> you. <laughs> <laughs> welcome everyone this is a horror movie podcast uh, that was a slight reference to the movie we're doing uh we <laughs> talk about horror film it's that simple we start spoiler free and we'll give you a warning before we get at the spoilers the movie we are talking about today is going to be very random Uh, We are talking about uh, a Chinese film, or specifically a Hong Kong film, Mm -hmm. from 1998 called Biozombie. And why are we talking about Biozombie, you might ask? Well, because Tim messaged me and said the following, Hey Pete, I watched Biozombie, do you want to do an episode on it? And I'm like, well... Yeah, I guess. How do you how do you resist that? <laughs> well, actually, my first question is, what the hell is that? Because I'd never <laughs> heard of it before. <laughs> and then I was like, sure, yes, we could do Biozombie. So, yes. You over there just looking at the list of movies we
1: have to do. Uh, Insidious, um, Talk to Me. Uh, uh, yeah, sure, uh, Biozombie, okay. <laughs> we'll do Biozombie.
0: Hey, you know what? Sometimes that a random older movie, is, mm-hmm. is part of the fun of horror, Right. Because sometimes you just yeah. want a nice '80s or, in this case, '90s feeling movie. Oh, well, it's kind of like a mesh mm-hmm. because, because it's a foreign film. There are definitely elements that feel it like from a previous era. Because oh, absolutely. You know, so, we'll get into all that.
1: Um, oh, do you mean you know people still don't use uh, their Game Boy cameras as <laughs> cameras anymore?
0: Well, to be fair, that was of the era, was it not? It's 1998. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying people don't. Use it as it's dated, like you don't do that, yeah, (laughs) yeah. Um, oh, there's a lot of stuff that was like making me feel weirdly nostalgic in this because it was particularly stuff you don't usually see in movies. So, Mm -hmm. you've got yeah, the Game Boy with the camera attachment on it, but you've also Mm -hmm. got a Sega Saturn, which is like a very Mm -hmm. specific type. Oh, it's a white Sega Saturn, which didn't come out in the US or Europe. Uh, oh, interesting, you got black Sega Saturns, but I recognize the white one, I've seen it in gaming videos and things. Mm it, weirdly it's it's kind of a
1: like um it's kind of a video gaming movie like there's a there's a couple like little nods in here that are kind of fun that i'm excited to get into
0: yeah well it's 1990. This is the year that resident evil 2 came out it's not entirely mm-hmm. impossible mm-hmm. that resident evil 1 kind of maybe was part of the inspiration for this i mean even the title like you know bio zombie cannon you know biohazard is the yeah
1: you yeah. know
0: japanese name and even the way that the zombie kind of starts is, like, you know, it's, it's a bio-weapon, which, again, is mm-hmm, very mm-hmm. Resident Evil, so... Absolutely. Uh, also, this is the... I mean, actually, it's the first time I think I've ever seen it in a movie, because I'm assuming it's not a US drink, but this mm-hmm. is the most prominent a bottle of Lucasaid has ever been in a motion picture. Is that a real drink? I had no idea. I... Yeah, the 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 orange yellow bottle of uh, it says energy on it, and I guess it is technically an energy drink, but it doesn't. It's not like you know how like Mountain Dew, Monster, and all those all (laughs) sort of like they have that similar kind of vibe to them. This doesn't. This isn't like those. This is more like a slightly more Gatorade-y, I guess. If I was okay. But anyway, uh, the look is a thing. It's like uh, because even though it was in uh, Chinese text and the. Mm-hmm. and the bottle the the color scheme and the the, the the font and all that was all the exact same as the one in the uk so i'm like oh it's look as aid uh so yes it's a very so, uh, prominent plot <laughs> so <laughs> have you had
1: one before like what is it how would you rank it among <laughs> beverages oh.
0: well uh the regular one i don't really like but there's an orange flavor one which uh mm. is, is quite tasty um there's also an apple flavored one i believe or is that yeah oh, i think apple, it's apple. interesting yeah, yeah. Um, and I, sometimes they'll have like a, you know, limited edition one where it's like, you know, here's your, I don't know, <laughs> raspberry and lime flavor <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> Bollocks. Yeah.
1: Uh, so it, is Mountain Dew big over there? Because so I, I feel like people love, uh, or at least a lot of people I know really love Mountain Dew over here and it's, I just, I've never been that crazy about it.
0: Well, what's funny is that Mountain Dew only sort of started popping up in the UK around twenty. Tannish, oh, uh, and I quite like it actually. It was it was kind of weird because it was almost like you've had Pepsi, Coke, and mm. Iron Brew your whole life. Iron Brew is a Scottish one, um, <laughs> and then all of a sudden this new one is there called Mountain Dew. And it, it, I thought it was quite tasty. I drank a lot of it for a couple of years, and then decided that I wanted to live past the age of fifty, so Absolutely. slowed down significantly. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I've never, yeah, I've never been a fan of like just a regular Mountain Dew, but the like I like some of the variants, like the, like you were saying, yeah, they'll do like you know extreme voltage, like blue, like yeah, uh, yeah. whatever explosion. Uh, I, I think there was like a
0: black one that was like dark midnight <laughs> or something like that. Uh, uh, actually, one of my but, least we're talking about energy drinks now, but one of my f- least favorite things about energy drinks, right? And this goes for <laughs> less so Red Bull, but. Monster's guilty of this uh, Relentless is guilty of this And Rockstar's guilty I mean Rockstar's disgusting anyway But it's also Mm -hmm. guilty of this where they'll have flavors where the name of the flavor tells you absolutely nothing about what the Gosh. actual taste is they'll be like this is this they'll name a flavor after an athlete and you'll be like okay <laughs> this cyclist has got a flavor of a monster but what does that actually taste like and you have to google what does it taste like and then it'll say oh this is like you know it's like a lime drink oh fine yeah. now i can make an informed decision <laughs> I feel
1: like Gatorade does that a lot, with they have, like, glacier frost or something. It's like, <laughs> like, they, oh. I
0: mean, I like glaciers, but I don't know. <laughs> I imagine a glacier would just taste of water, because it's yeah. literally just... <laughs> war anyway so we'll get to bio zombie and we'll talk about it it's kind of a zany i'd call it a horror comedy i think what's interesting Absolutely, about yeah. it is that it starts more comedy but then as the plot progresses it kind of becomes more horror it's 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 definitely got like a sort of swing to it in that sense yeah and
1: I, I was uh i was surprised by the end like as goofy and silly as it was I, I did actually start to kind of feel uh you know something for the characters you know
0: by the end, uh, which. I, <gasps> <laughs> it's kind of interesting well i guess that leads into our question uh tim what did you think of bio zombie uh
1: so yeah it might kind of seem <laughs> like kind of a, a weird random movie uh to do uh especially when we've been off for a while and there's like some pretty big ones <laughs> that we haven't talked about yet <laughs> but um yeah i so I, I basically i i had purchased this uh I believe from vinegar syndrome um kind of sight unseen I, I got the blu-ray in a, a sale earlier in the year and i i've had it sitting on a pile uh for a while waiting to watch and uh, I, I i mentioned this before but like i i do like to uh partake like in these sales for like kind of these boutique horror labels and mm. um it is so hit or miss like what you get like um, and, and it's tough because, you know, uh, I, I feel like Severin does this and Arrow does this, especially where they put so much time and effort into like the production of the movie itself that they, like, they all look good on the shelf. Yeah. They're yeah. all like, oh, like everything looks like a, uh, you know, like a cult classic that you missed from like, you know, the eighties or nineties and, um uh, and, and genuinely sometimes you do get stuff that's like oh wow like i'm so glad that i found this but i think more often than not it's a little bit like oh yeah there's probably a reason why (laughs) you know most people have never heard of this or saw this so um so there's a lot of movies that i'm like you know i always think of like okay these could be potential uh uh you know movies that we do probably a lot of the time bonus movies because they'll you'll be weirder or whatever but um uh, but yeah, I
0: kind of always have my eye out for this. It, and uh, this one, it, it, for the record, like I, I, even though I've switched to being mainly digital, uh, mm-hmm. like Arrow do big sales on iTunes, and I'll, and because they're all dirt cheap, I'll, I'll usually get a bunch of stuff. And some of it's bit mm-hmm. me in the ass. Like I, I've oh, yeah. gotten some genuine like one and two out of tens. But then I'll get something mm-hmm. funny or something really fun. Like, uh, like Horror Express is maybe not an obscure one, but that's something we'll definitely do at some point because mm-hmm. it's kind of a crazy little movie. Uh, but mm-hmm. you know, I'll, I'll get like a. Uh, what was that? Was it Chill Blast or there was a snow based slasher movie that ended up? <laughs> I think I the one you are talking about. Yeah. yeah, it's got a cool cover anyway. The arrow mm-hmm. cover is quite nice. But anyway, yeah, bio zombie. Uh, yeah, uh, so
1: um, yeah, I uh, I started this up and I originally I was gonna watch it by myself, but then like five minutes in, I was like, all right, <laughs> I think my wife is gonna uh, like this, um, especially because she has uh, some family in Hong Kong. We actually visited Hong Kong after we got married, so. Um, one of the things, like, watching it is I did actually feel kind of nostalgic, like, just seeing, like, the mall and, like I, like, I haven't been to that exact location or anything, but, like, I have kind of, like, you know, gone through, like, stores and stuff uh, in Kong, like, Hong Kong that kind of reminded me of that. Uh, Honestly, so it was,
0: uh, on this particular subject, um, mm-hmm. I remember parts of, like, not all the whole mall, but some malls that I've been to, specifically in the 90s and 2000s, mm-hmm. I remember them having sections that look like this mall where... It was all, like, mm-hmm. tiny stores that were mostly glass, mm-hmm. like, you know, and it was just, like, all of the products up against the window, and they were yeah. sm- smaller on the room that I'm in now, but I remember there'd been a video game store that was like that. And it's, like, these little, you know, one-person-owned stores. It's not a big franchise or anything. Mm-hmm. And it's just, um, it, like, initially, you see one that's just all stuffed teddy bears and stuff like that. You see another one that's just all yeah. mobile phones. And that, that feels very nostalgic to me of just, like, a time... Because I feel like those are mostly gone now, at least here. <laughs> yeah i mean especially like
1: you know you're saying everything is like so digital now that like yeah you don't if you do go to a mall i feel like it's uh like i mean i don't even know like the stuff that's popular uh like the kind of stores that you'd see but i mean i feel like you go to a mall now like half the stores are probably empty the other half are like you know clothes or just like weird boring stuff that no no one really (laughs) needs or cares about clothes and funko Um, pops that's what you sell at malls pretty (laughs) much yeah (laughs) um you just described like walking into a GameStop. (laughs) 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 no video games just um but yeah no like i I agree like it was uh like kind of weirdly nostalgic seeing like you know these kind of like little like uh random stores uh and stuff and then like i said earlier like there's a character who's using a game boy camera which like was the funniest thing to me because i don't know if you've ever had one of those but like the picture quality is horrendous like oh, it, i can imagine it, like, <laughs> no no way like you would want to be taking pictures <laughs> with that um but yeah i, I was like oh man i my, i think my wife is really gonna I like this and uh and surprised she actually uh did um we had a, a fun time uh, okay so- i'm
0: assuming she speaks the language
1: uh, a, a little bit, like she okay, no, can, because okay. like she, she grew up with it, and uh, I believe this uh, was in Cantonese, but I, I do think it did have a Mandarin dub as well, but um, I, my wife's family, I think, speaks mostly Cantonese on, on their side, uh, okay, so okay. she kind of grew up with it a little bit,
0: but um, like... I, she, was just, she's not, I was wondering like, if, like, mm-hmm. it would be frustrating watching it with the English subtitles mm-hmm. if you speak the language where, like, you need them, obviously, but maybe she's yeah. like, oh, that's not exactly accurate the way they're translated that. <laughs> yeah,
1: no, I don't think it's, like, yeah, that bad, but, like, yeah, because uh, yeah, it it's probably helps because, like, she can she can kind of understand, but then also, like, there's probably some stuff that, like, I, I think she understands more than uh, she's able to, like, speak it. Um, that makes but, sense, yeah. But Yeah, I think part of it was that's also was kind of nostalgic, though, because like, uh, yeah, like remind her some of, yeah, like some like relatives or, or like being in the city, and yeah, that time her
0: uncle turned into a zombie, of course, <laughs> yeah,
1: Uncle Woody, Invincible. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, I actually, uh, so yeah, like I was saying, a lot of times these movies can be hit or miss, and I, I was actually pleasantly surprised, uh, because I didn't have super high expectations, I thought it might be kind of whatever a silly movie but i actually rather enjoyed this like it's not amazing by any means um but it does kind of remind me of a lot of other like zombie comedies from maybe slightly around this time like um like there's very clearly you know a dawn of the dead uh influence on this but um obviously oh evil dead yeah absolutely uh and um the the peter jackson movie uh brain dead or, or dead alive uh and then um, obviously it came after it, but I can I don't know. It, it, there's like there was some like kind of humor and jokey stuff to it that kind of remind me of like stuff you might see in like Shaun of the Dead or something like later on. Um, that I was actually surprised. I was like, oh no, that I actually think you know this is like <laughs> kind of like legitimately funny and uh, actually yeah I, I like the characters and it, it's obviously like pretty cheesy. Like the special effects and the makeup aren't great, but yeah, I think that kind of adds to the charm. And I you know i feel like a lot of times we talk about stuff that just feels very generic especially when we're talking about you know big studio hollywood movies that feel very samey and you know don't really feel like they stand out or have a lot of style and like i did think this had some you know like flourishes like with you know the directing and and stuff like I, i'm not saying that like you know it's like amazing like criterion levels of like (laughs) filmmaking or whatever but there's enough of like style there that it felt kind of fresh watching something like this versus you know whatever 100th generic like studio movie that we've seen a hundred times like i don't know i thought it was like a fun little movie that had some heart um you know good characters and some laughs and stuff Uh, so yeah i was uh, was pleasantly (laughs) surprised by it especially because it's like you know uh, not a movie I've ever really heard of before. I don't know if there was a, you know, fan base for this, if it's, if, uh, I, I guess I had a release before now, cause, uh, I mentioned it to a friend who was like, oh yeah, like I rented that on Netflix when Netflix was sending discs out. So I was like, oh, okay, oh right. so so I must've had like some like old, like sub or dub of it, but I don't know if, yeah, how well that was, or if that was like kind of a cult thing, but yeah. And, uh, <laughs> especially, uh, you know, and, uh, and, you know, I, I do, I feel like for a while we got really zombied out, uh, but I kind of like now that maybe we're not getting as much zombie stuff, and it feels like the stuff that comes out now is, I don't know, or, well, obviously this didn't come out now. It's a rather old movie, but uh, I don't know. Like, I, I rather like zombies, so it's always nice to, you know, have, have a new uh, good zombie movie to like. But, uh, yeah, that's my story. <laughs> I enjoyed it.
0: <laughs> uh, how do I follow up that? Uh Odyssey. Uh, no, I, I had fun with it. I didn't know anything about it. I went in so blind. All I knew was the title. And it. I thought I'd been swindled for a moment because it starts in kind of a weird uh, yeah. way that makes you think you're watching something that's been, uh, well, basically filmed in a movie theater. Yeah. Uh, it looks like a bootleg, but that's intentional until it turns mm. into the real movie. Mm. And yeah, it, it's got, you know, it's... There's a very specific tone that I find that Asian cinema gets away with that, like mm-hmm. American cinema can only dream of, which is like this weird sense of humor where the characters mm-hmm. are kind of yelling, and they're not like likable characters in the sense <laughs> that you know they're kind of shitheads. They're they're yeah. they're they're you know trying to make a quick buck. They're robbing people. They're being kind of sexist, it- but it's kind of always entertaining to watch in an yeah. odd way. <laughs> it's uh it's
1: it's interesting it's interesting um how many other movies like where the main character like robs the love interest and you like and you still like them
0: (laughs) (laughs) i yeah if i'm going to give it a critique i'd say some of the makeup effects do feel a bit uh sure you know whatever yeah they're they're bad right at times but yeah the characters are entertaining i think the setting which ends up being mostly in this mall like it it leaves Mm -hmm. to uh early on to like set some stuff up. There is a good like twenty thirty minutes of setup. But then once mm-hmm. the zombie stuff starts happening, they're kind of in this mall. But it's a very, very different type of mall to Dawn of the Dead. So it never feels mm-hmm. like it's aping on that. Especially since it's not like oh it's a zombie apocalypse movie where the entire city is overrun. No no. It's kind mm-hmm. of like just no one zombie gets in and it starts to spread inside the building and you know that's where it goes. Mm-hmm. Uh so most of that stuff is fun. It's got an energy to it. Uh, and that goes for the camera work. It goes for the music. Sometimes the music is absurdly inappropriate but in kind of an intentional <laughs> way, and that kind of works as well. It, it Yeah, it's, it's it's definitely a fun time. Um, I, you know, I saw Biozombie, and I got worried because there's a movie called Biodome, which is... I've not seen it, but I've heard <laughs> only really, really, really bad things. I, re- I recently watched it as, like, a... <laughs>
1: watched that as a random, like, saturday afternoon to be <laughs> movie where i was oh. like i just started something on uh, which i mean i saw it as a kid but yeah uh that's a horrible movie you know you know it's the the funny thing quick biodome <laughs> tangent but, oh, God. uh the thing that's funny about it is like it made me feel old because when like when you're watching it like you know the basic premise is like you know these two stoner slacker guys uh get locked in the biodome and like you know they t- you know make it crazy and start to party and the you know, serious scientists like, Hey, stop doing that. But, uh, it, it made me feel old because like, you know, when you're watching it as a kid, you're supposed to be like rooting for like, you know, Polly Shore and, and, uh, Adam Baldwin or whoever it is. And then, yeah, you're supposed to be like, yeah, you know, party in the biodome. But like, as an adult, I'm watching, I'm just going like, man, all that hard work, that those <laughs> yeah. scientists, you know, they, they, they put so much time and effort and, oh, it's going to cost a fortune to clean that up. And, <laughs>
0: Yeah, no, I get that. I've, I've definitely felt that with some movie characters or plots where I'm like, I'm kind of <laughs> siding with the adults in this one. You know? yeah. <laughs> I don't think I'm supposed to, but I am. Oh, dear. Yeah. So, like, you, like watching like Home Alone and just worrying about, like,
1: oh, uh, what are the repair costs on the house going to be? And like, <laughs> oh, man, the insurance premiums are just going to be crazy.
0: <laughs> hey, but the house that size, they can afford it all right. I'm oh, absolutely. Just, yeah. That <laughs> one yeah, less so- trip to France for the, for <laughs> <yeah>. the year. <laughs> We've got like a you know an interesting set of characters. We kind of get like our main duo who are Woody Invincible and Crazy <laughs> Bee. Uh, two many characters. Uh, they run a small bootleg DVD <laughs> slash video CD store, and this is a very of the time thing. Yeah, um, and it's a very specific not not just to Hong Kong. I'm sure there was a lot <laughs> of countries that did this, but I I actually had a friend whose family was from Hong Kong when I was in school, mm. and I remember when his dad would go and visit like every year it was like a constant thing he did he'd always mm-hmm. come back with stacks of this these piratey discs that were <laughs> video cds because I, I don't know if the laws are more relaxed in certain countries or whatever but this does seem to be a thing where there was just stores selling this stuff
1: yeah i, I was curious about that and that was something i asked my wife uh, i was like oh do you know if like they just had stores like there that were just blatantly selling like bootleg stuff and she's like oh yeah absolutely Yeah. yeah. I was like, oh, interesting. Yeah.
0: It it doesn't happen here or the US, Mm -hmm. I assume, where this was ever a thing. But for whatever reason, certain countries clearly don't have uh, either strict Mm. laws or, at the very least, no one's enforcing them (laughs) (laughs) if this is going on. Uh, But they're, yeah. Like, I mean, hell, there's a scene right near the start where this guy comes back to complain that the first 10 minutes of the video are black and then (laughs) the the, quality is terrible and they. Basically say, all right, you know what? Just pick two, or three pornos and leave yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to get rid it, of them. <laughs> it's funny because like they're
1: bullying him, but they're also like, you know, treating him like a customer. Like they're like, <laughs> like the. I think that's kind of like that tone you're talking about, where it's like they sound very angry and they're yelling, but they're also like. Well, okay, like, you know, they don't want to, you know, dissatisfied customer,
0: like, yeah, pick two free por- pornos. Quick, hurry, hurry, pick them, get out. It, you know? it, yeah, it's this weird thing where none, no one in this movie feels like a real person. They're all these, like, <laughs> over-the-top cartoon characters, effectively. Uh, so, but you've got those two. You've got kind of the main love interest for Woody, which is Rolls, who works at the beauty place <laughs> with her friend. I, I'm
1: curious if there is, like... I don't, I don't know if it's, like, a cultural thing, but I'm just... I'm, I'm interested in, like... Are these the characters' actual names, or is it just like I doubt Like Like, is yeah. it like oh, like for a movie you have interesting names or whatever? You know what
0: I mean? Like these all feel these... like weird, wacky nicknames to me yeah. than anything else. Uh, and then another character, Sushi Boy, who works—you mm. guessed it—at the sushi bar <laughs> that's in the mall. Uh, and he's got a big crush on roles as well that comes into play mm-hmm. uh throughout the movie uh and then on that security guard and the other characters who people oh there's also there's the the awful asshole guy who owns mm-hmm. the little uh like i don't know if it's like a pawn shop or if it's just like li- literally just a phone like a mobile phone <laughs> yeah. like store that he buys and sells phones in um and his I mean, wife. every zombie yeah every zombie movie has to have like an asshole dude with like mm. a, Kinda of like quiet wife. Yeah. Uh and Crazy Bee likes the wife. In fact, mm-hmm. we're introduced to the wife with him staring through the window at her cleavage for a solid like three minutes mm-hmm. or whatever it ended up being. Yeah. So uh that that is our, our cast of characters and yeah, the music's kinda wacky at times. The, the the camera work it'll do. Not only does it do like Dutch angles and do a lot of like mm-hmm. movement and stuff, but there's moments where it'll do like oh we're going to have all the characters pose like their video game like selection scenes like that was and have fun. stats <laughs> come up or we're going to do a moment where we do random freeze frames in the middle of a scene to like build more tension mm-hmm. and it always felt like it was having like fun with whatever it was doing so yeah it's was, it was a fun yeah. time yeah uh, i'm glad you liked it because uh, and that's one of the
1: reasons why i wanted to do it like uh because yeah it's just something kind of fun and different and yeah, it's. I think it's a more interesting to discuss than the, you know, the seventeenth movie about trauma. You know, this year, like,
0: <laughs> um, yeah. I, I mean, I never know with you though. There's always a chance that you're making me watch it because you hated it and you wanted to have someone. That's to, true too. You know, <laughs> be in the misery with you. That is true. <laughs> I. I. It's never a sure thing. Uh, but, you know, we'll get into all the, 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 the details and the spoilers in a second, mm-hmm. but is there anything else you want to talk about before we get into, uh, spoilers?
1: Um, I think it's really important that, uh, you neuter and spay your pets, you
0: know. <laughs> I don't know. About the movie, Tim, I thought that was implied, <laughs> just in general. <laughs> all right well i'll say spoilers then for bio zombie uh you Mm -hmm. have been warned uh so like i said earlier on the movie starts with like you know it's like fuzzy credits (laughs) and there's like heads getting up in the middle of the screen and (laughs) you just hear the two main characters talking about uh people in the room uh they talk about a hot check they talk about two guys (laughs) they think are gay maybe slightly homophobic (laughs) as the 90s (laughs) yeah. <laughs> uh, so but you know but then it cuts to like them for real like, going up the escalator <laughs> and going, going to where they work uh, <laughs> and, and we're interested in all our main characters uh, over the course of all this stuff uh, what's interesting about these two is they are just these slacker characters who mm-hmm. like for I mean I'll be honest there was a lot of dialogue in this movie and they were talking really fast so I actually almost at times had trouble keeping up with the subtitles uh, points mm-hmm. uh, especially early on and but the, the gist of it, what i got is that they were so they're looking after this store for one of their dads uh mm-hmm. who actually owns it we never see him in the movie <laughs> he's just like a voice <laughs> on a phone at one point but mm-hmm. he wants them to go pick up his car from the mechanic right mm-hmm. reasonable enough but mm-hmm. they take the money from the store that they're supposed to use to pay the mechanic and go gambling on the horses instead yeah, <laughs> is that the sequence of events? And they lose all the money on the horses, so mm. they don't have enough money to pay the mechanic. <laughs> so then they need to yeah. have money to pay the mechanic, and that's like a plot point for a bit. Although to be honest, once the zombie stuff starts, no one remembers or cares about that anymore. But
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean this this scene. I mean, it, it was kind of funny. Uh, they are they like
0: are weirdly interested in the size of this guy's balls. Oh yeah, so so yeah. After, after they're watching the horse race on the TV, they come out and the mechanics under the car and his little you know wheeler thing. What, what do you yeah. call the thing the mechanic lies on? I don't know. Anyway, so he's, like, he's under the car, car sled and, and he, <laughs> car sled. He's wearing shorts and like one of them says, "Look at that!" And like I'm like, okay, I can tell they're looking up his shorts, but what are they actually like noticing here? And right. then eventually one of them goes, "He's got a." ball is the size of my fist and then like one (laughs) leans down they're looking up and they're like they're just talking about how big this guy's testicles are and i'm like what what, what are we doing right now what's happening is this even a movie we should be doing on streams i was thinking at this moment i'm like what was tim made me watch the only hope i have Um, is that zombie was in the title
1: (gasps) oh yeah i mean (laughs) well uh, i think um my uh my wife theorized that around this point in the movie she was like oh does his like does his balls have something to do with the zombie outbreak and <laughs> i was like i don't know i guess we'll have to
0: watch and find out <laughs> oh dear no nah, like yeah there's a lot of weird little moments of humor like this yeah
1: it, it it is kind of funny when you're watching it but yeah
0: it is extremely inconsequential to the movie at large like yeah, it, yeah it, we'll- especially since this leads to like them say they say something to him which makes him want to pick a fight because mm-hmm. he gets annoyed at them. Uh, it's because a, a bug crawls up his shorts and he sort of like mm-hmm. has to like jump out and sort of wriggle <laughs> it out. And then he's looking at them and they, they start picking a fight. It, the mechanic's got backup. He has like four buddies yeah. who have come up <laughs> and they have yeah. this stand up. And it's, this is basically to show that our two main characters talk a big game, mm-hmm. but they are absolute cowards when actually faced yeah. with adversity. <laughs> I actually thought it was like really
1: funny like, yeah, seeing him kind of like because again he like he's like yelling at the people but it is like like if you're listening to actually what he's saying it's obvious like you know he's very scared and like doesn't want to fight so he's just kind of like oh is this how it's gonna be like come on we're gonna fight and then yeah more people show up and he's like okay well come on then we're gonna do it like one-on-one and then like he looks at the guy and he has this like something on his shirt like special like martial arts school and then he's like all right guys come on what are we doing
0: like let's like <laughs> relax you know who cares sorry right you know I'm trying to think of who, like, an American actor that I can imagine delivering that, Mm. like, scene. Because there's definitely... Mm. There's one I'm trying to think of, and I can't think of who it is. But there's definitely something I can imagine certain actors delivering this. Yeah. Uh, But, so, they're driving the car home. Meanwhile... I don't know if... The first
1: thing uh, that kind of popped in my head was, like... uh, Maybe someone from like it's always sunny maybe dennis or something
0: oh yeah dennis or even charlie mm. i could imagine charlie, charlie could work yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> i could see that or mac i mean that's all three of them why not i could see die beetle doing it <laughs> as well yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so we're introduced to like so okay we don't really get much context for who this these people are but there's mm-hmm. like it's three men. Oh. Of <laughs> the actual zombie part. Yeah, one of them's in like a like a military jacket, but they also are just like business suit looking guys, right? And they're, they're and the on- the military jacket kind
1: of also kind of looked like just like a airplane <laughs> outfit. Oh yeah, it was it
0: was like I had, a, I had the stripe,
1: <laughs> but yeah. It, yeah, yeah. I like, mean, that's another thing my wife was like, wait, is this guy like in the military or is he a pilot? <laughs> <laughs> like, we're not sure.
0: But there are two guys are in and these three guys are all Asian, so you know, presumably just from <laughs> Hong Kong. And then the other three, which I guess is also technically Asian, but they're <laughs> uh, from Iraq, from the sounds <laughs> of it. And... They're there to, like, basically... They're, like, Umbrella, right? These are these Iraqi guys <laughs> that are, like, Umbrella from Where's the Evil. They're here to sell bioweapons to whoever <laughs> wants it. And these three guys are buying the bioweapon. Now, mm-hmm. are they part of the Hong Kong government? Are they a terrorist group? I have no idea. The movie doesn't tell us any <laughs> of this information. <laughs> Who knows? So... Like, they have, like, a crate with a zombie in it, and we don't see mm. the zombie, it's kind of, like, hidden, right? But you sort of just get the arms kind of sticking out, and mm-hmm. they send one of their guys in to, like, check, oh, is actually unkillable? And the guy gets pulled in, and the zombie's, like, you know, throws out a hand, like a comic <laughs> looking like, cheap hand. And it's like, okay, that seems to work. Mm. And I got really confused about this next detail, actually, but mm-hmm. the bioweapon is in a bottle of aid. Why is it in a mm-hmm. bottle of aid? I don't know. I'd say it's product placement, but I can't imagine the manufacturer <laughs> of a soda being like, hey, we'd like our drink to be presented as this dangerous killing liquid. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that seems a bit weird to me. Uh, but it's a bottle of it? And my impression here was that this was like in Jurassic Park how the embryo thing's in the shaving can, uh, right? Yeah. This is just like a disguise. like It just looks like a bottle of Luchazade, mm-hmm. but this guy actually like got a secret bioweapon in it. Although I love that it still came in like a case that had like a foam like indent <laughs> for the bottle. Yeah. As, if it, you know, as if it was like a nuclear bit of material that was in the foam, but it's just a yeah. bottle of Luchazade. Um But anyway, so but at the end of the movie, just to skip ahead here, like, there's a news report saying, oh, there's a zombie outbreak's happening. Do not drink mm. any uh, soft drinks, because they could have biohazard material in them. And I'm like, wait, I thought it was just this one bottle that was being used That's to, like... what like, I like, thought, yeah. Wait, why, why do you think... Why, why does the news think that there's, like, all bottles of Lucozade are a, a risk? <laughs> or, yeah. or, or even other drinks, maybe. Maybe the, the entire... Regime is corrupt. Coca Cola and Pepsi have got biohazard materials on the beverages.
1: Oh my gosh! Uh, yeah, I was a little confused about that, but um, the thing is, it doesn't matter. It
0: doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe I mean, maybe the ending thing's a translation problem. I don't know because it doesn't really make any sense. But yeah, unless
1: like if this was like a terrorist thing, maybe this was just like one cell of the terrorist group, and then like there's mm. another one
0: that was you know poisoned the other sodas or whatever. But why do why they yeah. want to ruin Hong Kong by turning everyone into a zombie, I don't know, but... Great question. <laughs> <I think> it's <laughs> no a good idea. question. Uh, but yeah. So, basically, our main duo, actually, when the the guy in the pilot jacket is running away with the case with the look of his it, he ends up getting hit by the car from our <laughs> main two characters who are driving their dad's car slash bossy's car home. <laughs> and they're really worried they've killed him, <laughs> so they, they, put him the, they put him in the boot, or the trunk, sorry, for the Americans. Well, so they they have him on the side
1: of the road, and like as he's dying, he says like the name of the soda. He's like Lucasade, and then like they think, oh, it must mean that he wants to drink some. That, oh yeah, yeah that's <laughs> right.
0: That's right. Cause he's not drank it yet. That's, this is why, this is why he becomes a zombie is because they actually feed him the biochemical <laughs> via the <locust. laughs> Which is actually really funny. Yeah. I'm glad you brought that up. Cause that is actually a really funny detail. Um, and then they put the bottle of in the middle of the, you know, the little, mm-hmm. you know, cubby in the middle of the car, yeah. you know, next to the brake, <laughs> which is relevant for the ending. Cause it comes up mm-hmm. at the end, but, uh, they put him in the, the back of the car and they drive back to the mall where they work and <laughs> they open the, the car back up, they look at him and he's you know, he's looking a bit worse for the wear, right? They're thinking <laughs> maybe he's dead, maybe he's not. And they basically leave him there, and then while they're gone, like he eventually gets out and like kills a you know, a a guard or whatever <laughs> it is. Um and that kinda of is what starts the zombie plot. But meanwhile <laughs> There's actually a lot of <laughs> other stuff that happens before the zombie stuff really kicks in though because mm-hmm. these two guys need this money this is the only part of the movie where this is relevant where they need money to pay the mechanic so they trade in the soon-to-be zombies uh cell phone right that's little mm-hmm. yellow flip phone and they get a little bit of money for that but it's not enough so like what do we do which at the uh, time that was probably like state-of-the-art probably much like that game boy camera that you had yeah uh <laughs> So their plan is one of them notices roles, right? Who did they, they did the bump mm-hmm. in they, they bumped into the Love Interest at the start of the film on the way to their store? Mm-hmm. Um Oh actually, I've skipped over some random bit as well, now I'm thinking about it. The guy mm-hmm. who returned the the DVD at the start. Oh yeah, yeah. Who was who Let's was threatened th- with the light gun from the Sega Jesus. Saturn <laughs> and told to he, pick two porn movies. He's and He's like a he's like a random like nerdy guy like he yes he has glasses and stuff like yes when they shut the card boot right and they're go- they're mm-hmm. about to go back inside he's just standing there and he spits <laughs> in their face he just spits at them, I- and they <laughs> never God. actually bring up why like I'm assuming he's unhappy with the two porn DVDs <laughs> it must be yeah He must be but they never really but of course they chase him strip him down to his underwear and just threaten him some more. And that's kind of the end of it. It never really comes (laughs) up again.
1: (laughs) So, you know. Yeah, like, I don't even think he comes back as a zombie or anything. No, I thought he would, yeah, yeah, but he
0: doesn't. Um, So, regardless, uh, Mm -hmm. their plan here, when they see Rolls, the love interest, walking past the the bathroom, they're like, oh, we should rob her. She's got money. (laughs) Right? So, they go in, and... As she's coming out the bathroom cubicle, like Mm -hmm. one of them just puts a bucket over her head so she can't see them. And they just Mm kind of like hold her down whilst one gets the money out the wallet and then they pull the ring off of her finger and they bolt out before she can see who they are. And then she comes Mm -hmm. out looking for whoever did it and she walks past their store and like uh, Woody's just sort of pretending that he's half asleep on the counter. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Uh, And she says that she's going to take him to dinner because she wants him to go after whoever robbed her. But as soon Mm -hmm. as she goes to see her friend afterwards, she's like, okay, those two idiots at that video store, I think they robbed me. So we're going to get them (laughs) drunk at dinner and then, like, find out the truth. Um, Mm -hmm. Which, you know, fair enough. Solid plan. Yeah, and and again, I'm kind of... Like, I I do wonder if this is,
1: like, a cultural thing or something, because, yeah, I feel like, you know, in, in the States or whatever, like yeah, someone robs you, like, you call the police or whatever. Like, yeah, you'd be like, you wouldn't be like, hmm, I think uh, these
0: two jokers, like, might have done it. Let me get back at them or whatever. Yeah, I guess she thinks she can have more fun getting back at them than the police yeah. would, you know, punish them. I, I, mm-hmm. That's my only assumption here. So they mm-hmm. go to the sushi place, and we see it. there was a quick scene earlier on where clearly the sushi boy has a crush on... Mm-hmm. Uh, roles because he gives her like this big discount constantly and mm-hmm. uh he's like super jealous watching her be with uh, uh woody even though he has no idea we know as the audience that she's just like luring him into a trap to try and prove that he robbed her mm-hmm. earlier even though she makes no like significant advancements in that category and instead just starts making out in the bathroom with him uh, later on <laughs> and almost having sex if the zombie mm-hmm. stuff didn't uh kick off uh, yeah. And I think she specifically does say like, "Were you the one that robbed me?" And he's like, "Yeah, baby," <laughs> like something <laughs> like that. Like... <laughs> yeah. Also, they start making out. Like, I mean, it cuts away and cuts back, but she mm-hmm. threw up on his shirt, like yeah. <laughs> in the previous scene. And oh, we didn't even talk about his shirt. Like, oh, yeah. I, I, I don't know. Like, it, it's, it's a character maybe... in and of itself. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it's hard to describe, but it's, like, a very tight, long-sleeve blue shirt, which is, like... Yeah, I'd say more purple, but sure. Purplish? It doesn't seem blue to me, but, yeah, I mean, uh, sure, somewhere in between. And then, uh, But, like, it has, like, all this, like, this person's face on it, and, like, I couldn't... I'm, I'm sure it's maybe someone somewhat recognizable over there or something, or, or I mean, maybe not, I don't know. But I kept wondering, like, who the hell is supposed to be on this shirt? It was it was it was a very loud,
0: shirt, I suppose mm-hmm. you could say. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Um, I, the, yeah, so basically, it's Shushi Boy who, whilst he's like, because mm-hmm. he's he's outside the bathroom listening to them making out, and mm-hmm. she, he's hearing her say "kiss me," and he's getting really upset, and mm-hmm. that's when he's attacked by Pilot Zombie. Pilot Zombie comes <laughs> in and bites him, and. Mm-hmm. We should probably mention at this point that the design of the zombies in this is kind of, like... They basically all get boils in their face. Like, it's it's not just that they're kind of dead. that They all get these boils. (laughs) um, And they seem to retain some semblance of who they were. Because the pilot zombie, like, gets his phone back. And then Sushi Boy is constantly still in love with Rolls, despite the fact that he's a zombie. So, this very
1: much feels, like, to me, like, a riff on like the Romero kind of zombie stuff, like especially mm. Dawn of the Dead, where, you know, they kind of set that precedent where like as a zombie, you, you know, you're you kind of like uh, attracted to or kind of driven to, you know, like what you did you know, as a human. Like in the case of Dawn of the Dead, you know, that's why, you know, zombies kind of flock to the mall, uh, you know, because uh, it's like something that's familiar to them, uh, something that they you know, recognize as, you know, from when they're humans. And then what this is kind of doing is, you know taking that to like an absurd comedic degree where it's like yeah it, it's not just like these kind of ingrained memories it's like no they are actively like you know kind of like doing stuff that they did as uh you know humans um especially yeah like the big thing with uh yeah sushi boy where yeah he's still trying to you know win over roles and like give her presents and protect her which um
0: like, honestly, like, ends up being kind of, like, <laughs> sweet and endearing <laughs> by the yeah, end. Yeah, <laughs> because, like, he defends it from other zombies when they eventually <laughs> show up. Because for a while, it's just, like, one zombie, then him, and then eventually mm-hmm. there's, like, actually a little, like, not a horde, but there's, like, enough of them running around that, you know. Also, uh, well, well, actually, just to kind of talk about that real quick, one thing,
1: I don't, I don't know if you thought this, but uh, something that seemed kind of weird to me is, like, maybe it's because we spent so much time in this, like, small little section of the mall, uh, but it felt like so no pun intended, but like it, it felt like it was like very late and dead by the time they got back that it seemed like there was no one else in the mall. So it kinda mm. seemed weird that like you see
0: no one else in the mall and then all of a sudden there's like you know, zombies everywhere they go. <laughs> like well that's the thing, like the zombies like some of them are wearing maintenance outfits, which clearly told you other oh, janitors or whatever <laughs> who were working late. And then some of them like for yeah, for whatever reason when there's like a group first sort of shows up they're all wearing, like, football tops, which makes me yeah. think that the mall has, like, maybe, like, a training, like, area. You know, like, a, okay. a sports set, like center or something like that. Sure. And mm-hmm. that's, like, where some of the zombies... Like, it's such a specific detail. That, like, a yeah. bunch of people <laughs> all wearing the same, like, shirts all come in. I, yeah, mm-hmm. I, I have to imagine that's, like, them. Like, at least... Either there's a deleted scene showing you where they came from or mm-hmm. there's, like, a... like they, they thought about this and sort of put in that detail for headcanon reasons. yeah. <laughs> it's only the explanation i've got for you um Mm -hmm. but uh, of course like you know eventually they become aware that there's zombies at play um Mm -hmm. and before that all sort of like really starts to ramp up though is because the the pilot zombies like broken into the phone shop place that guy's Mm -hmm. pissed off and he thinks the main two did it so we, uh, mm-hmm. the security guard calls the police, which the phone guy's not happy about, probably because some of his product is stolen, I imagine. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. <laughs> and so we get a whole segment to just sort of heighten the tension where our main two guys are handcuffed like in the security room and the police mm-hmm. are kind of looking into stuff. And even these two police guys are like kind of wacky characters because one yeah. of them's like, always staring dead serious. like He's really intense. Yeah,
1: and like they're asking like the security guard some questions. I forget what he says, but like, they ask him something uh i think they ask him something about the security camera like uh yeah, like, pie, oh, like want, it to the left yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the security guards just like no that's not how a security camera works like are you stupid and the cops get really upset um actually there there is one really good gag i think we skipped over though uh oh, go that, on. Uh, when the police are first interrogating them, it does like a split screen. Uh, oh, where like, They're yeah. each giving yeah. the different yeah.
0: answers. <laughs> yeah, this is a fun thing. Yeah, so they're interviewing the two main guys, and it looks like it's a split screen where they are each been interviewed at different times, or maybe the same time, but at different places. And the reveal at the end of the shot is, is the two cops who are kind of like, they're, they're, they're both at their back to the middle of the, you know, the screen, so they're both sort of like backs to the split, is that they turn <laughs> around, and the camera pulls back, and it turns out the line that looked the split in the screen was actually the corner of this sort of like mirror <laughs> that's at the corner of this like like intersection of the mall. And it's mm. like there, there wasn't a split screen at all. They, they were literally both standing back to back. And <laughs> is that, yeah, it's a really fun look. Yeah, it was such a surprise at the end of the scene. It was just like, oh, that's just a really playful thing you just did. Very good. Yeah,
1: it's legitimately, like, very funny, but then also, like, impressive how they pulled it off. And that was, like, something that made me feel like, oh, like, I could easily have seen that as, like, you know, a gag in, like, an Edgar Wright movie or something. Like, you know, it felt like very much
0: of, like... Edgar Wright is a big nerd. It's not impossible that he saw this before he, you know, co-wrote Shaun of the Dead, right? that's not impossible yeah. at
1: all yeah e- even like a few things that like um like like at one point when rolls is kind of like with those like football guys she's kind of for a second like pretends to be a zombie uh mm, and yeah. like is gonna like kind of like eat the sandwich or something. like again that kind of reminded me of like oh Shaun of the dead yeah when like they're doing like the zombie acting and stuff uh so i mean it could just be a coincidence but yeah i, w- I was curious like yeah. Uh...
0: But then she doesn't eat the fingers she's supposed to eat, and then the other zombies that's realize so she's not a zombie. And and then uh, Sushi Boy has to like, defend her. And then luckily yeah. at that point, that's when... uh uh What's his face? Uh, Woody uh, intervenes. Mm-hmm. And at this point, he's got a gun that he's taken from one of the cops. Uh, but before that, though, there's a whole thing where, like, the, the pilot zombie comes in and bites the two cops and the security mm-hmm. guard, and they're still, like, handcuffed. So... Uh, uh, b gets like the keys from the pocket and then but then he drops the keys or get loses them before he can like let out uh woody so he just mm-hmm. starts like sort of like hacking with this little machete thing at the desk <laughs> and woody ends up having to run away holding the computer monitor that he's kind of that's handcuffed funny yeah. to. Uh, so that's like a whole like segment uh where they're running <laughs> around and they can not get out because uh the pilot zombie actually hits the button for the shutter mm-hmm. inside the security room so they actually don't make it out and they're like trapped inside <laughs> the mall. So, you know, I like it because I, I love a good like trapped in one location against a threat <laughs> movie, you know. And even yeah. the idea that they find a safe space by hiding in the beauty parlor for a while where we can have a bit of peace. Like it's got yeah. a lot of those movie, like those, those zombie horror movie tropes. Um, mm-hmm. And even though it's a mall, which instantly makes you think of Dawn of the Dead, it's a very different mm. mall for one. But it's Absolutely, also yeah. a very different setup because it's not like, oh, the world's overrun with zombies. It's very much the start of something, is Yeah. Uh, so I appreciate that. Um around here is when so it turns out that's the the guy who runs the phone in place who's the asshole and is always yelling and is a coward. He's always like demanding his wife do things and calls her stupid, you know, mm-hmm. you know, go do this for me, bitch, things like that. And <laughs> He's hungry, right? And the woman who works in this place says, "Oh, we've got some cups of noodles in the in the fridge or whatever." And he instantly just turns to his wife and is like, "Well, what are you waiting for? Go go make me some noodles." And this this woman actually makes noodles for everyone. She comes out with four, like, so because like Woody's away rescuing roles at this point. So she comes out with four of these these cups of noodles all ready, and she hands them out. And at this point, because like. At one moment uh b like stuck up for her uh the the, mm-hmm. the husband looks over and sees him eating some noodles because he's be eating noodles and throws down mm-hmm. his cup and goes why did you give him the seafood flavor you know it's my favorite <laughs> he gets all jealous so sh- so she hands him hers and then b says oh you can have mine then to the wife and then that makes mm-hmm. the husband pissed off again and he slams his second cup of noodles down and he's just <laughs> getting jealous he- he doesn't and later on when they're all like you know but after woody and that coming back and they're all like psyching up to leave and look for you mm-hmm. know supplies or trying to wake find a way out even though it's dangerous like mm-hmm. the wife wants to go uh because b says hey let's go we can't stay here and it's when she mm-hmm. wants to go with him that the husband's like okay fine let's go but he didn't want to go yeah. before then so we get a lot of like <laughs> jealous husband stuff uh coming up around think- here
1: you know, what's kind of funny uh thing that this movie does is it starts off so over the top and silly with these two main characters. Uh mm. But then I feel like as it goes on, you do get like some genuine moments where like I feel like, yeah, this is actually like a good like it's funny, but it is a good showing of like how much of an asshole this husband is. And it is actually kind of endearing to see. You know, B and the wife, like, kind of hitting it off, like it, it like you know, it kind of becomes like a little bit of a love interest where you're like, oh, I kind of you know hope that they get together.
0: <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> and then because they all end up dying in pretty much the same scene. It's after they get to like the mm-hmm. hardware place and they all have like weapons for a bit, uh, but it's not too long after that. And that's when they do like
1: the like video game kind of yeah, yeah. like select
0: screen, which was really fun. <laughs> um, <coughs> pardon me. Um. The husband's actually a dick and pushes out uh, the woman who works at the salon. Uh, oh, yeah, I forgot there's, like, yeah, the, the other woman. They're getting there. in the elevator. Like, an asshole. Yeah. And he pushes her out, and they all obviously hate him for it. And then he gets separated from the rest of them, and he ends up hiding. He sandwiches himself between, like, a, a coke vending machine and the wall, so he's kind of, like, hiding between, like, in this little slot. And then a mm-hmm. zombie comes up and starts buying on the vending machine, and he's sort of in there being squished as the zombie's <laughs> rocking it back and forth. That's um, And for some reason, he's still trying to like put a coin in to get like a can. I don't know why. My
1: my guess is that he was trying to get a can for the zombie to make him go away. Like I think he was like, "All right, if mm. I just get the zombie wants a soda, if I can just get it for him, maybe he'll leave." I that's get, what I interpreted. I, interpret I as. think I
0: get that, but he also tried doing it before the zombie showed up, and that's when the zombie oh, showed sure. up. So it's like, it's, yeah. so I was, I was still thinking he wanted one. I was like, are you really trying yeah, to risk yourself <laughs> just because you want a can of coke? That just seems a bit <laughs> risky. Uh, but he ends up getting bit. He actually does something heroic. He jumps out and try and helps his wife because his wife's mm. getting attacked by a zombie. But they both get bit, and then B shows <laughs> up and he gets bit here. And amusingly. We were introduced to this wife character with B mm. looking at her cleavage at the mm. start of the movie. Oh, as B is getting bit be- and is dying, he's looking at her tits again. As like, like a zombie rips like open her shirt. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so like-
0: so he literally dies looking at her her, her bra. <laughs> you know her chest. Uh, mm. Um. Oh, well, he's technically not dead yet because he's still you know he's still alive to have like his heart to heart with uh, Woody uh, because they they go back to the security room and Woody holds mm-hmm. him and he's like, I'm cold, Woody. And Woody like, hugs him, he's like, hey, Rolls, come over here. So they're both hugging him to try and keep him warm. And they have like, such a, again, there's just this like thin layer of sexism here where he's like, <laughs> oh, I wanted to watch Titanic with my sweetheart. Oh, We've well, not even mentioned this, mm. right? I mean, I made the joke at the start, but there's several times mm. in this movie where B repeats the fact that he wants to go see Titanic with someone, and he keeps asking people mm-hmm. if they go see Titanic with him. Uh... It's set in May 1998, which it may have still been in the theaters by that point, because it played for a long time, because it came out in December ninety seven, <laughs> um, It maybe opened a little bit later in Hong Kong, I'm not sure, but it was playing for a long-ass time. Uh, but And at one point I noticed they did have a Titanic poster in their store, so I, I, they have to have a bootleg of it. I I'd assume so, but maybe he doesn't to watch the bit like he wants to watch the. Uh, well, that, yeah. that was the other thing when the guy complains at the start of the quality is not good enough. He's like, if you want good quality, then go to the theater. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, so as as he's like being hugged and dying, like Woody just casually says, "Oh, like I don't need Rose. You can have her." And Rose is sitting there. I'm like, are you really saying that in front of her? <laughs> <laughs> but it's oddly endearing in the moment because he's dying so it's just like yeah say yeah. whatever is gonna make him happy yeah uh, no, it's like, it is like yeah again as like kind of
1: goofy and silly as it's being like you do kind of feel for the characters because the movie has done like a good job of you know making them likable
0: <laughs> yeah and <laughs> sure, sure enough so. like yeah sure enough after this like he has his sort of quiet moment and then like mm-hmm. okay we have to get out of here and you know they leave through the parking area uh she's got a bag full of uh no it it was it was cans it was cans of uh soda actually uh and he's got his uh you know gun and his machete um because actually yeah because the zombie attacks them when they're still in the security room and they end up like uh oh no it's an earlier scene okay (laughs) i think it's when they were struggling in the corridors just before that but but there's one of the zombies where they basically just rip the head off by wrapping a shirt around it and then pulling and i'm like Oh yeah! How weak is this zombie's <laughs> neck that just pulling on it with a shirt like ripped off his head? <laughs> it's a good point. I don't know, um, this that, is kind of the final also... uh, big thing, though, is that yeah. they they try and get to the car, uh, they fight through the zombies, and the big dramatic part here is that Sushi Boy, despite the fact that he's a zombie, uses his zombie <coughs> super strength to lift <laughs> up the shutter that's closed mm-hmm. so they can drive through. And despite the fact that he's a zombie, the other zombies all start eating them after the yeah. <laughs> after the main couple escape. And not
1: only does he lift the shutter, but he also has to push the car because, like, the car is stalling yeah, out. Yeah, so he pushes the car. It's like, uh, yeah, and, and again, like, it's it sounds very silly, but I don't know, like, it, it just it works in the course of the movie. Like, as he's, like, you know, doing this, like, task of, like, pushing the car for like you know his loved one and her new lover even though like yeah as much as that hurts him but he you know he wants her to survive and like he's doing this as like the zombies are like descending on him like you know it like it's not like i shed a tear or anything but like i did feel like uh, kind of sad
0: in that moment like oh sushi boy so the zombies just eat him out of revenge because he's a zombie it's weird but all right uh and then the I mean, movie is meat is meat, you know. Yeah. Well the movie but then why are zombies not just eating zombies all the time? That's a good question. <laughs> yeah. Uh so yeah, the end of the movie is that they're at a petrol station and the the news is talking about the soft drinks and Woody looks back over at the car and would you believe it, Rolls has picked up the look his aid and is taking a swig because she's thirsty. Uh, and yeah. <laughs> Rudy just goes back to the car and chooses to drink it as well. So they basically—I mean, she doesn't know this—but he's basically just chosen to commit suicide with her, uh, and they're both going to turn into zombies. So it's actually kind of a downer ending. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but what's so weird about it is I just can't imagine Lucie being happy that their like drink is like the suicide <laughs> drink at the end of the movie. I don't know. It's like I'm just—I'm curious. I'm curious about the legalities <laughs> and like how much they agreed to and did they know the context of which their drink was being used and I mean I, I, I guess it's a bit more of the mystery
1: of not really having the drink available here but i mean honestly i'd like to try one now i'm kind of <laughs> curious
0: it's a super common thing here yeah. if, it was actually just kind of weird seeing it in a movie and it, i just i never occurred to me that the u.s didn't have it until i saw it here and went oh i guess it's not a u.s thing because i've never seen it in a movie before <laughs> <laughs> oh dear um it's a fun time though there's a crazy energy to yeah. it uh there's a bit that made me laugh is it when they're on the the car area the, the, the car park at the end i think it is mm-hmm. uh so someone gets pulled under a car no actually i think it's much earlier i think it's like much earlier in the same location uh someone gets pulled under the car and killed by a zombie it's sort of off camera but you mm-hmm. just see like the pool of blood coming out from under the car but what made me laugh about it is it's a really quick burst of liquid so it's almost like someone just had a bucket and just went shush and it just sort of like spells out from under the car. Yeah. I'm like, damn, that was a very quick, you know, pull of blood. <laughs> yeah, there's a couple of fun
1: like kills and stuff that yeah we didn't really go over. Like that whole kind of yeah corridor fighting scene where he has like the power drills, pretty fun. Um, mm. and the uh, I I forget like the other people's weapons are not really like really effective, but I think one uh, had like a wrench. One had a yeah. some I can't remember. Yeah. At one point, they like yeah stick like a like a pipe with a little faucet like
0: in someone's head, and then like uh, you know turn it on to have all the blood drain, which is fun. Oh yeah, that was a good uh... little moment. Yeah, yeah, because then the blood starts coming out the uh, the faucet. Uh, Actually, Mm -hmm. need need a little moment we have to mention as your Mm -hmm. cat is driving me nuts with whatever it's doing. (laughs) There's like no food in its bowl, but it like seems (laughs) to. think there is <laughs> uh, okay. I can just hear this t- noise yeah. anyway uh, but there's a good moment where it's a bit more interesting in a personal level just because of my <laughs> thought process because there was a point in this movie right before the zombie bursts into the security room right where <laughs> they all really become aware that there's zombies because up until this point it's just like a building in the background and we know <laughs> that this is dangerous that some of them are handcuffed because they're going to have to run away soon <laughs> and just before the zombie burst in I actually thought to myself is, like, because, I, actually, I think it's as the zombie bursts in, I thought to myself, like, no one's kind of, like, noticing. Like, they keep saying, yeah, there's this crazy guy around, and this guy's crazy, and he's killing people. But I was kind of thinking, mm-hmm. are they never actually going to, like, g- you know, say zombie? And not only say zombie, because a lot of movies don't say zombie, but act <coughs> as if it is a zombie. Are we going to talk about zombie rules? Are we going to, like, mm-hmm. acknowledge that, like, is this going to be some, something that passes from person to person when they bite? All that stuff. And then right after I had that thought is when B has a little flashback to playing House of the Dead, and then he shouts out to the, the, the security <laughs> guard or the cop, shoot him in the head. And I went, okay. <laughs> in one second, we went from like not being sure if these characters know what zombies are, to be like, oh, no, 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 this guy knows from video games. You shoot them in the <laughs> head. So this is absolutely going to be you know, treating this like a zombie movie at this point. Yeah uh i actually that that's nice because I, I was gonna ask you if you knew what game that was i
1: thought it was house of the dead but i wasn't I think sure so. but, uh, I, yeah,
0: yeah i think it is i mean i, I don't know it well enough to know 100 percent, but it, it looked <laughs> house of the daddy and i oh, yeah. i know for a fact that that was on the sega systems. so oh yeah that that makes sense yeah and then yeah. Uh, there's another like
1: fun part too uh like i think towards the end where he again just like kind of funny video game references, but like he goes like use his gun at one point and then like it says like reload on the screen. Oh yeah yeah. And then like and I think there's like another point he did like he goes to like use something or, or like tries to open something and then there's like a little icon of like a key or something that he needs. Um, there's just yeah. like, kind of like weird little moments but they're like fun
0: <laughs> yeah the more we talk about it the more like there's a lot of weird little video game influences in this which yeah. given this is 1998 <laughs> like yeah video games were obviously around the you know being huge for probably you know if we're counting the, the the original nintendo was like when things really got big you know it's been over a decade with games been in <laughs> the zeitgeist it's like the 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 thing is though like what i'm kind of
1: like what, what i'm like interested in or what thinking about is like yeah like people our age were probably like super you know into like resident evil and then you know maybe even like you know stuff like house of the dead or, or something but like i'm curious like you know if you have like someone who's like older like a film like you know someone's making a film i'm assuming they're probably like you know in their 30s at least or something but like i'm yeah i'm wondering like oh like did they have that much of a you know video game influence or knowledge or i mean i'm i'm Maybe if like yeah you know, stuff was bigger over there or something I don't I don't know but hmm. um interesting the director like, to, to me I wouldn't think like, like yeah. to, I don't, to me I, I feel like oh yeah I like at that time like oh I know what Resident Evil is but I wouldn't expect like a grown up to but I mean I guess like you know, they make um, like Resident Evil references on um,
0: like spaced and stuff so maybe that's not that accurate yeah and uh, the director of this went on to make most of the Yip Man movies by the looks of it oh cool. Yeah, all, all of them even. Did one, two, three, and four. <laughs> oh nice. Um, um, yeah, I've heard those good. I don't I've never really seen them, but Yeah, I've never seen them either. Check them out. Um his first movie was in nineteen ninety-five. Uh so mm. you know, you may have been a relatively young director. But it yeah, I mean, maybe it's partly a culture thing. Uh, mm. Because I think for us, like we're we looking at this from the perspective of we have never... Like, when we were growing up, none of our parents mm-hmm. were into video games, right? That was something that, mm-hmm. for us, that was our generation that felt like we were at the forefront. But there are people who are older who were into games who were playing all the way back in the Atari That's days. It. Who, you know, so... Mm-hmm. It definitely. is. It's obviously more widespread as time has went on. But, um, mm-hmm. you know. So, well, uh, It's interesting, though. It's interesting that all those little references are in there, and it, it does make you think of something mm-hmm. like Shaun of the Dead and it does okay. feel like it's it's predating a lot of actual video game adaptations. Not all of them, obviously. Street mm-hmm. Fighter and Mortal Kombat and a few others that have already happened. But, <laughs> you know, it's just an interesting uh, little slice of, I, I don't know, pop culture. Uh, and, that, and combine that with all the nostalgia stuff, because this has a lot of tech in it and things that I remember from mm-hmm. this time period. Uh, just the idea of the video CD and the Sega Saturn, which... That did do a lot better in Asia, uh mm-hmm. because the, uh, the Sega Saturn did not do well anywhere else. Yeah, what was the 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 Turbo Was that a Sega system? No, that wasn't Sega. Tur- Turbo sixteen. Mm-hmm. Is it just its own thing? Yeah, it was just its own thing. I, I, I don't know what the parent mm-hmm. company was called. Uh, but I think that I think the reason why that one was popular amongst like a niche audience was because that was the one that was uh like more faithful arcade ports, I think. Like it had mm-hmm. like so I guess technically it was higher quality at the time.
1: Yeah, the the only reason I know of it at all is because there's like one Castlevania game that was really <laughs> of popular. It, uh, of course it's so, Castlevania. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's uh yeah, like the Rondo of Blood, which was basically like kind of the precursor to symphony of the night but like mm. um and, and they did port it to the SNES as dracula x but like um i guess uh, people don't really like that version as much um i mean now it's all available like digitally and, and stuff so uh yeah Run of blood is is definitely better but um yeah I, i've always been curious about it <laughs> that, that's the
0: only reason why i know about it i mean you you like zelda games what about the cdo with its with its <laughs> unique zelda the, games the like the Philips cds zeldas oh is it cdi sorry was it? i was i'm mixing up my 3d or my cdi oh, that,
1: the, the, you're talking about like the, the pc ones right like that have like the really bad animations yeah yeah and yeah. Stuff. yeah uh I, I do have a morbid curiosity of those but i, I never played
0: them but yeah, i've heard they're absolutely horrible yeah i've heard only bad things only bad things uh <laughs> But yeah, I, I, honestly, uh, Bio Zombie, pretty fun movie. I, I I expect it does have a cult following. It just for whatever reason it's, it didn't cross our paths until recently. Yeah, that's a yeah, that's a that's well,
1: yeah, something I'm kind of curious about. Yeah, exactly. Like you know, if this is something people know about, I'm sure it's probably a little niche a cult. But um, yeah, I, I think I would think, uh, you know, it might be a little. You know, I, I wonder if maybe it's just because it's a foreign movie, maybe, like, people are less likely to, you I know, mean, like, it, like... You say that, check but it like, out.
0: Training in Busan is, like, the most celebrated zombie movie of the last decade. That's
1: true. That's a good point, yeah. I mean, but,
0: I mean, maybe just, like, because it's older, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, to, like, maybe, like, the, the opportunities for... Do you know what the sad part is? Is this is the same year as uh, Ring came out in Japan, and I do oh, wonder yeah. if this had just been a little bit later, if, like you know, mm-hmm. Western audiences were looking for Asian horror movies if it would have mm-hmm. just, like, hit a bit harder than it did. Because um, I, I think it's true to say that, like, the audience in the West were a lot more, you know, accepting of something like A Train of Busan because we went mm-hmm. through the era of Rang and Grudge and all these other movies that sort of, you know, well, imported over. Uh, I think especially
1: if you did it, like, I don't know, like, t- ten or, or so years later when, like, Zombies were such a big thing, and like, oh yeah, yeah, you know, people, like, yeah, it, there's, there's actually probably a sweet spot that you can pinpoint where like the zombie craze and like the Asian horror movie craze kind of like were intersected, and it probably would have been like the perfect time <laughs> to Honestly, release something like this. Exactly around the time
0: of Shaun of the Dead, funnily enough, like it would 2004, yeah, yeah. 2005 <laughs> would have been the perfect time for it, for that. Uh As it is, I mean, I mean, hell, even I mean, TV shows from like Asian countries are doing. Like Squid Game <laughs> was like. Huge, yeah. I, I mean,
1: there's actually like a new I, I was just looking at a, a trailer for this new uh zombie show on Netflix that actually looks kind of interesting. Like, uh, I think it's called Zom 100, like Bucket List of the Dead or something like that. Um, <laughs> <Very> <laughs> but, good. Uh, it, it actually sounds pretty kind of funny. It's like about a, a guy who like creates a bucket list of all the stuff he wants to do before he dies in a zombie apocalypse. <laughs> uh, uh, so um, I'd watch it, but goddamn Netflix uh, is cracking down on their password sharing. So, <gasps> uh, hopefully we don't have any like exclusive Netflix movies we need to do soon. <laughs> uh, <laughs> were, you, were you mitching off someone's Netflix, Tim? <laughs>
0: I was using my brother's password for like ten years. <laughs> <laughs> ah, the bastards the bastards Um, yeah people love to point it out though but there was a time when Netflix would actually tweet things like uh, love is sharing a password they tweeted that like a decade ago and now of course things have just completely flipped now they're like policing it as much as they can the thing that's annoying to me
1: is like it's just like I, like, I wish they would have something, like... Like, you know, with cell phones, you have, like, family plans where it's, like, oh, yeah, add an additional line for, like, a discounted fee or whatever. Like, with Netflix, it's just, like, no, either, you know, you're part of the same household or if we notice you're doing it from, like, a different location, then you have to just open up your own account.
0: I think... <laughs> or... No, I think I'm thinking a, mm-hmm. a Game Pass on Xbox. I think they're doing a family mm-hmm. plan soon. Uh, But it would probably be a good yeah. idea for Netflix. I, I want to like... say that there is, like, a like an option to add Um, on a second account for cheaper uh i mean
1: maybe uh the like when i was just like kind of looking at it like they the the thing that i saw like it said like oh yeah like like add your own account for like basically like the cost of like a new you know membership or, or whatever which is like to me it's like all right like if you like if they wanted to do something like oh like add an additional line for like you know another two or three bucks a month or whatever, and then can split the cost, like, you know, uh, I'd, I'd be more willing to do that, but it's like, ah, it, it's not super expensive, but it's just, uh, it just annoys me. And then I'm also already paying, it's like, I'm paying for other streaming services that I already don't watch everything on. So
0: it's like, I don't want to add another thing. It's yeah. just, uh, you know, whatever. Well, here, yeah, there's <laughs> add an extra member. Account orders of standard or premium me and many countries Uh, can share Netflix with someone who lives uh, elsewhere by adding an extra member to their account. They'll need to Mm. purchase an extra member slot to invite the member into that slot. Uh, That sounds way more complicated than it needs to be, but yeah, it seems seems like you can do it. (laughs) I mean, maybe I'll look into it, but I mean,
1: I'm going to have to do something anyway because the new uh, Castlevania series is out next month, so I'm going to want (laughs) to watch that,
0: but... I mean, it's uh, not like Netflix have made anything worth watching in a while, to be honest. Yeah, yeah, uh, I can't,
1: yeah. I I can't think of anything. Um, I I do like. I think you should leave, but I I watched that like just right before <laughs> the oh, password yeah, lockdown yeah. this weekend. Got dead. it, in just Justin Tay. Yeah, as I. Was like, Oof. Um, all right. Uh, back to Biozombie real quick. Uh, yes. One thing I was going to ask, I don't know if you have any filmmaking expertise, maybe you can answer this, but, um, I was kind of curious, like, it, it, like they're very kind of set location. So it seemed like it would kind of be easy to shoot, except for the fact that like, there's so much glass everywhere. I was wondering mm-hmm. like, would it be, wouldn't you be dealing with so much like ref- reflections of the camera and stuff? But uh, I, I don't
0: know, like, is there easy ways to get around that or? It can get complicated if you're doing a lot of movement with the camera, but I mean, mm. typically, all you have to do to avoid a reflection is to shoot at an angle, right? So, and by that mm. I mean, if you, so if you're looking straight at the camera, pretend the camera is a mirror, right? If you're looking straight at the mm. camera, then you'll get a reflection of the camera mm. and the cameraman and all that. But if you just look at, from the side, if you just go thirty degrees mm. over here like this, yeah. and look at it like that, you won't see the reflection. Mm. Uh, okay. that, that's a simple trick but it does get a little bit complicated if you're like you know doing a move but you're spinning around and like you know it's like yeah. you have to really think about like where's the camera pointing is there going to be a reflection you know it does get a little bit complex uh
1: okay. yeah it's just kind of curious because like the the like all the shops were like you know like these kind of glass like see-through mm-hmm. things so like i was uh there, there are points in it and like you know and to the credit like i never saw you know like reflections or anything but i was kind of curious like if
0: it was particularly hard uh i imagine <laughs> like setting that up but for most regular shots i don't think it'd have been an issue mm. and then for th- some specific sequences that i've really had to have thought about it and like maybe test like are they going to see, you know you're going to see the camera if we do this here mm-hmm. kind of thing but
1: there's easy enough ways to get around it that's not like
0: yeah yeah it's yeah. not a little bit yeah. of problem solving maybe but it's not <clears throat> like impossible um You know, and then modern movies might just use CG to remove (laughs) a reflection if they need to. Yeah. So, (laughs) I'm thinking scenes like, you know, there's that fight in John Wick 2 where it's like a Hall of Mirrors. Like, you know, unlike Enter the Dragon that had to do it without like digital trickery. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I'm sure they just, you know, made their life easy in post. (laughs) But, yeah. No. No, fun time. Got a lot of energy. It's it's pretty funny in points. Uh, The characters are kind of like that wacky unlikable but kind of likable as well in a weird way <laughs> uh you yeah, know it's got a unique sense of humor and the zombie stuff is fun despite the fact that the makeup effects and like the fake blood and stuff all look mm-hmm. a bit eh, you know yeah. uh, it feels like a pretty cheap movie but they got to shoot in a real location which makes it look more expensive and you know credit, to them. Yeah. credit <laughs> to them they make the most of what they've got and i, I think it works yeah. out and has a Yep, you know, it's a good fun time Pacing's good so yeah
1: yeah it's like i don't know the exact run time but i'm guessing about 90 ish yeah i think it was ninety-five minutes. minutes yeah yeah so perfect fun little popcorn flick uh yeah i'm glad you enjoyed it again like it's um what i feel like maybe yeah, like people especially you know, like you know around our age that would have nostalgia for this kind of stuff like
0: pro uh, would probably particularly uh enjoy it yeah but uh yeah. Well, in that case, what are you rating Biozombie? Um, yes, yeah, so, I mean, I think I'll go, with, like, a pretty decently
1: high score. Like, I, I think I'll give it, like, a 7. Like, I think it's really good. Uh, I think it's funny, and, uh, you know, and, and it, it's interesting because, you know, it's funny in ways where it's, like, kind of, like, weird and cheesy, but also, like, funny in ways where it's like, oh, no, like, you are specifically telling a joke here and the joke is funny (laughs) so i'm like laughing um and yeah like you said like you know the characters are (laughs) kind of weird and over the top but you i do think it does do a pretty good job of making them interesting and endearing to the point where like at the end you are like you know again it's not like a movie where you're gonna cry probably but like you know when a character dies like you do kind of feel like (laughs) oh like I, i like them um and yeah like you said you know it's you know it's nice and breezy it doesn't overstay its welcome like the like really the the down point is probably the the zombie action stuff which like there is cool moments but like yeah it's not to the level of something like evil dead like the other movies kind of mentioned before like evil dead 2 or um yeah something like dead alive where yeah it has like really like crazy over the top gore and and gross stuff uh like, they, they're clearly working on a budget, and they do do cool stuff, but yeah, there's not enough that, you know, maybe if they had a few more cool kills or, or something inventive, maybe it might put it a little bit over the edge. But uh, but no, I mean, I, I think 7 uh is a pretty good score, especially for something that was kind of just a random, like, all right, I'll take a chance on this movie. I didn't hear anything about it, you know, kind of thing.
0: Yeah, um, I actually agree. Solid 7. That's good. <laughs> you know, I don't think it's up in, like, great, amazing territory, but I think it's a nice little find. Mm-hmm. Uh, that I'd recommend horror fans and zombie fans especially to to check out uh and if, I think if you're a fan of Asian cinema and you're kind of like familiar with the tone shifting and like weird humor that we're talking about cuz I, I definitely <laughs> recognize it in other Asian movies uh yeah you know, not all Asian movies obviously there's definitely more serious ones like it's, you know the uh i don't know like ring for example doesn't have this tone it's a very serious <laughs> you know dark movie about you know this mm-hmm. things coming for your child in seven days uh but i've seen other movies with this type of tone uh especially mm-hmm. i find um especially I'd, I'd say korea maybe is the one that i think about this the most mm-hmm. of I, I think there's a lot of, <laughs> of korean movies with this tone uh yeah. but you know this, this is uh solid stuff so there you go that's a uh, bio zombie from 1998 uh go and uh check it out if you are yeah. interested and the sounded look like fun. So uh <laughs> Uh but that is uh the show. Um, you know, I will tell you that uh obviously Tim is not officially back recording full time yet, but we're kinda inching close to that. <laughs> and <laughs> um you know, I suspect that we'll have a nice slate of episodes for October for the October Son, which is nigh nice. <laughs> Uh, This should be coming out in September, so uh, look forward to that. You know, we've got a sort of rough list we're going to try and get through. We don't know which ones will make the cut, necessarily. Some of it's opportunity, (laughs) some of it's, you know, how many we'll be able to do, but you'll definitely get a bunch of episodes in October, so uh, look forward to that. (laughs) uh, The
1: rough list should be like a segment (laughs) that we do on the show. Oh, okay.
0: Uh, actually uh, I don't know
1: what it is I just like the name uh,
0: we started doing a new segment on Meltdown uh, recently <laughs> and it may be a good segment to sort of transplant into even more streams which is one of the bonus shows uh, mm-hmm. that's on pause right now on Patreon because Tim's on paternity leave but mm-hmm. may not be too long until that's back mm-hmm. and I'm the capacity so mm-hmm. keep an eye out everyone mhm keep an eye out anyway uh that is the show you can of course support us over at patreon.com slash tv and uh get some bonuses and all the sorts and mm-hmm. you can like subscribe ding the bell for notifications and comment and let us know mm-hmm. what you thought of the movie uh all of these things do help uh but that is the show so thank you once again for watching or listening we always appreciate it keep watching scary movies and we will see you next time